0: This is HeartWise, offering practical tips and time-proven guidelines to make your life healthier, happier, and more fulfilling. Today you'll learn simple, Bible-based principles for building and maintaining optimum mental and physical health, all while deepening your relationship with your Creator. I'm your HeartWise host, Charles Mills. So how are you feeling today, listener? Pretty good. How's your emotional health? If you say, meh, you might want to listen to the show. You could be suffering from the opening stages of where meh can lead. I'm talking about full-blown depression, and that is not a good thing. Here to help is cardiologist Dr. James Markham, founder director of HeartWise Ministries, and someone who I'm certain has had his share of less than stellar days. Dr. Markham, what's on your mind today?
1: Well, Charles, we're going to talk about depression, mm-hmm. and it's not the easiest topic to talk about. And there's so many people that have their points of view. Yeah. Of course, the specialists in the medical field that do that are called psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. Um, those are people that have medical degrees, and they have their viewpoints on how to treat and deal with depression. There's other groups of trained people, psychologists, that deal with depression, counselors deal with depression. Family doctors certainly deal with depression. But everyone has a, a point of view on depression. And, you know, Charles, since we're sharing here this week, you know, I'm I'm going to share my views on depression. That's good. And see if it makes sense to people and help them understand this situation or disease or however you want to term it. And just sort of get a hold of it and give some hope to people about things that we can do and let them learn about it, that it's not as simple as black and white. Mm-hmm. In fact, Charles, the more I've learned about health, the less I know. Mm-hmm. And I just realize that the body is very complicated. Yeah. Our creator has made it very complicated. And just now we're getting some of the technologic tools for us to realize how complicated it was. Mm-hmm. Um, For instance, the bowels, a trillion bacteria plus in our bowels, they have their own world they call the microbiome. Mm -hmm. Our brain, through imaging and functional MRIs and different things like that, we're just understanding the complexities of the brain. And then another system that we're just getting a grasp on is the immune system. The immune system, inflammation, all these things. Well, all these things interact in every disease state, including depression and why is it such a big deal now well because it affects so many people it's estimated that in the united states and i'm sure these go around the world where our program runs that seven percent of american adults suffer from serious depression Mm -hmm. Um, that's about 16 million people have one bad spell each year Mm -hmm. everyone has their ups and downs and feels sad occasionally Um, That's what makes us human. But depression is more than that. And I wish there was a blood test that we could measure to see which one had life problems and which one had these depression, which comes from a chemical imbalance. And Mm. we're going to talk about that as we go today. We're going to talk about the chemicals involved and ways we can increase those chemicals and ways we can decrease the chemicals. But depression, it's characterized by prolonged symptoms, sad mood. You're just not interested in doing things. Let's say you used to like to play golf or, or go out and, and do a walk. Well, that's just not pleasure anymore. People can actually gain weight or they can lose weight. They can be tired all the time. They can feel feel guilty about things they can have difficulty concentrating or sleeping at night. well, one of them, the most dangerous thing is that people actually can think about dying. People can actually think about taking their own lives and we talk about suicide. nearly forty thousand forty thousand Americans each year take their own lives, and depression appears to be one of the leading causes of that. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about, if you might have this, not only how you can repair your mind, but when you repair your mind, everything else is going to go with this. Are you following me so so far, Charles?
0: I am, and it it raises that question because so many people are saying, I'm depressed because of this situation. I'm depressed because that happened to me. Right. But it sounds like you're sort of moving in a little bit different direction. Am I right?
1: That does play a role, but any input in the body— can change our physiology, Mm. including our brain physiology. Mm -hmm. Let me explain that. Our brain cells, they call them neurons. They communicate in different ways. One of the ways is they communicate electrically. You have your brain waves. But another way is they have neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. that turn on and off nerves and help us think and do those things. Well, three of those chemicals I'm going to mention. One is called serotonin the other one's called dopamine, and the other one's called norepinephrine. These three chemicals are very important in the way we think and feel, the emotions of the body, mm-hmm. because they jump back and forth and turn on and off nerves. And just having a deficiency in one of these or hurting one of these can disrupt the way we think. Mm-hmm. It can cause the different things to happen. Now, there's another chemical called monamine oxidase. Well, that's a system that helps regulate these three chemicals. So let's say anything that would increase that would would cause us to chew up the enzymes quicker than we need to. Mm -hmm. So if you understand the chemistry a little bit like that, these three chemicals that trigger depression, it can help us. And also, if we think about these moods as things that affect the whole body. So if a person comes to me and they say i think i'm depressed i'm going to look at everything first of all i'm going to look at the physical aspect of their body things like thyroid function Things like the different vitamins, B6 and B12, the omega-3 fatty acids, all the chemicals that we need to regulate these substances. Um, Do they have damage to their blood vessels, which could be doing this? Are they getting enough oxygen that could do this? Are they on any medications that can do this? Things like interferon, the migraine medics, beta blockers, different hormonal agents can cause the brain chemistry to malfunction. Are they on substances that could can do it like alcohol that affects these chemicals, mm-hmm. things like narcotics, opioids affect it. things like stimulants, like cocaine and amphetamines, those type of things can do it. Could it be that we have too much media or life events causing it, mm-hmm. watching terrible things happen that affects the way the brain and the neuro. Transmitters work things like bullying people after you have babies. Some people have postpartum depressions losing a job a natural disaster having a loss of a loved one those play into this. So we look at everything Charles and then when it's happening. I I wish we could just measure a blood work and say oh, you're depressed and you're not depressed. It's more complicated than that. So when a person presents with what we think is depression. My first step would be recommending let's do everything we can to make the whole body better, because when we make the body better, perhaps we can increase the serotonin, the dopamine, the norepinephrine in the body. I remember a lady that came to me um, not too long ago that she had given birth to a child at age 46. Hmm. And after that, she had what we call postpartum depression. She was very depressed, lost interest in everything. Now, I was seeing her because of a heart rhythm problem. And she came and she told me that she went to her doctor and her doctor wanted to put her on a medicine called Prozac. Mm -hmm. Prozac's a medicine that helps increase the serotonin levels in the brain. However, all the medications that might help these chemicals that we've talked about, they all have feedback systems and they work on receptors and there's never any of these medicines that don't have side effects. Mm -hmm. I said, Sarah, this is not the place we want to start. Let's start by the simple things and let's get outside in the sun. Let's measure your vitamin D level, which is important for serotonin levels. So we measured her vitamin D level and it was two. It was way woefully Mm -hmm low instead of 20 so just mm-hmm. by getting out in the sun walking 20 minutes a day taking a little d3 supplements in two weeks her depression symptoms were gone because wow. she increased her serotonin level wow. So she did that naturally the way God intended us to. So that's what I try to look at, because a lot of depression is, is multifactorial. And sometimes taking a pill doesn't solve the problem, whether it be the food we eat, the activities we have, the underlying disease conditions we have, the life events that we have. Um, sometimes the first place to reach is not a pill, but a first place is to reach is to our relationship with our Heavenly Father, who is, can help create in us a new heart, a new brain. So when our brain's not doing well, you know maybe we should look at the way we're created and try to get back to that optimal standard that we know we should be and see if our brain chemistry, these three chemicals, the norepinephrine, the serotonin, and those chemicals start coming in line a lot better, and maybe that can obviate the need for us to resort to different types of treatments that are that are really dangerous for us, like right, medications, right, right. Um, shocking the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people do all sorts of kind of stuff. So, so I'm going to give people some a general approach and some suggestions, both from nutritional, the way we think, put it all together as, as we go on today.
0: All right. Very good. We're talking with Dr. James Markham, founder and director of HeartWise Ministries, and we're talking about depression today. Let's take a short break because I'm eager to hear, as I'm sure our listeners are, I'm eager to hear what you have to say about how we can, can face these problems and deal with them on a natural, non-hurtful way so that we can become the people that we, inside of our hearts, know we should be. So stay right where you are.
2: Something out. Really? What? Prayer is talking to God. You figured that out all by yourself, did you? Let me explain. When you pray, you're talking to God. You know, the creator of the entire universe, the greatest power that exists. No one knows more than God does. So. Well, whenever you have a problem, you're supposed to get help. Right? Right. Like, if you're sick, you want the best doctor. Right? Right. And if your car breaks down, you want the best mechanic. Right? Right. And if you're hungry, you want the best cook to fix you food, like my mom. Right? So... So, when you have a problem, a serious problem, like you're worried about something, or scared about something, or someone is mean to you, you want to find the best help there is, that would be God. Carlos, are you worried about something? No. Are you scared about something? Hmm, no. Is someone mean to you? No. So why do you need to pray? I'm just saying that praying is like reminding yourself that there's someone just waiting to help you when you have a serious problem. Like when something bad happens, you can say, Hey God, I'm your old friend, and I have a serious problem. And he's ready to give you some good ideas on how to deal with it. In other words, praying is like keeping the door to heaven open? Wow, that's beautiful, Dora. Hey, I can figure things out too, you know.
0: Jesus wants to be our friend. He's interested in everything we do and longs to be included in our lives. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with Him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. I'm your host, Charles Mills. Our guest today, Dr. James Markham, founder and director of HeartWise Ministries. If you are having a blue day, if you're having a blue week or month or year, as the theme song from Friends would intimate, you need to listen to this program. Dr. Markham has some ideas. He's identified why we become depressed, but now there are some things that we can do. Modern medicine can help, Yes. In the short term, but in the long term, that's what we want. The long term, Dr. Markham says there are things we can do. So, Dr. Markham, guide us.
1: Okay, we talked about general health. You yes. know, So everyone that starts having these feelings, get a physical. Make sure you're not low on B12 or or vitamin D or all these important chemicals. Make sure you're not taking in brain toxins like mercury that we sometimes get in fish. Aspartame, for instance, that's an artificial sugar that's been associated with brain malfunctioning. Mm -hmm. Different types of substances that we see in animals. For instance... There's a chemical called arachidonic acid. Yes. And this is a pro-inflammatory compound that's found in animal products. This can actually cause the brain to inflame. So in people that are having mood problems, you know, I'd say, well, let's get rid of animals. Mm-hmm. Let's try to eat more fresh stuff. Um, that will get rid of inflammation in the brain, lower arachidonic acid levels. Since all the medicines that treat for depression change your serotonin, let's try to increase serotonin naturally. Mm -hmm. And there's different things that can help serotonin increase by different Foods, foods with amino acid tryptophan, that increases the serotonin levels. You know, we hear about certain seeds like pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are really good. Um, There's other different types of food like pineapples and bananas and kiwis and plums and tomatoes. All of those things can help increase the serotonin levels in the brain as well as vitamin D, which will help the body do better. Mm -hmm. Um, so, So that's pretty interesting. There's one study that has shown that people that eat greens, just eat green foods, they can decrease depression-like symptoms by more than 50% just by eating just three green foods a week. Wow. You know, that doesn't sound like much, but to decrease depression symptoms by one half, what that does is helps the blood flow in the body Mm -hmm. do better. Mm -hmm. It makes a chemical called antioxidants that helps things that are breaking down. It has a lot of other phytonutrients that inhibit this bad enzyme called MAO. We found that certain spices like oregano, cinnamon, and nutmeg, those are all things that are in a plant-based diet that can actually help the brain do better. So if you're having some of these symptoms, I would definitely go to a plant-based diet. I would try to build up your serotonin level with tryptophan. I would get rid of animal-based products that make arachidomic acid and cause your brain to inflame. There's a spice that's been very well studied. In addition to the seeds, you know, I don't particularly like pumpkin seeds, but I do. I eat a sesame seed occasionally. Mm -hmm. I don't mind that seed. There's a spice called saffron that's been used for years. All sorts of different things that we can do. And these are just the things that have been studied, Charles. I would like to think that if a person eats the things that God gave us, there's a lot of other chemicals in there that helps the inflammation in the brain that gets our brain working back to a normal pathway and gets rid of some of the toxins that we eat in all this chemical-filled world that we were never, our brains were never made to process. You know, you hear about things, you know, in, in, the, in the Alzheimer's research, you hear things like aluminum that we get in our right, diets right. And, and all these funny things that we get, you know, mercury and different things that we get when we eat fish, you know, um, toxin, which we get in different seafoods it gets passed on to the brain. And it, when people carry extra weight, these bad chemicals are stored in fat cells and they're stored there for, for life. Mm-hmm. So all of these things can affect the brain function. So when a person comes to me and they, they want some advice on depression, when they come to our website, and if you want to go there, it's heartwise.com ministries.org, i uh, say, well, first, get a good physical. Make sure there's something not obvious physical problem. Mm-hmm. Let's get on your nutrition, a plant-based diet. Let's get exercising. Let's get rid of all those toxins in your life. And then give that some time and see how you feel.
0: You know, Dr. Markham, you say something interesting here. Uh, it just occurred to me as I was listening to you. You're saying that these foods can cause depression because of what's in them. Yes. The whole concept of comfort food. Comfort food is what people take and eat when they're feeling depressed. Yep. But you're saying that a lot of the comfort foods, if it's animal based, it has lots of sugar in it, it, has lots of those kind of things, is actually contributing to the depression they're trying to get rid of by eating the comfort food.
1: That's exactly right. Oh my goodness. So guess what? We put gas on the fire. Yes. And the fire gets to be flame. Yes. Our DNA's damaged. It's mutated. We're not making those three chemicals, serotonin and norepinephrine. All these chemicals are out of Whack in the brain because of these things. And then we go to the doctor and he says, Here, let me give you one chemical that might help this for a short period of time, but it might disrupt this for a long period of time. Right, right, right. That right, doesn't right. quite make sense. Now, there's some people that have genetic abnormalities that might benefit. Mm-hmm. But I think if we really look at the honesty of the situation, most of these chemicals aren't the best thing Mm long-term. So my approach would be to get that under good control. And if their depression goes away, Fantastic. And it's been shown that just walking outside on a regular basis is just as good as taking a depression pill and changing your chemistry. Mm -hmm. You know, the blood supply gets good, it turns down inflammation, a better nutrient supply, just that simple act alone. But if you combine that with good nutrition, getting rid of toxins, including aspartame, artificial sugars, you know, high fructose corn syrup, all of those things, which also disrupt the brain chemistry, you improve. Now, another thing that's great about plants, Charles, and I have to mention this, is it changes the bacteria in the bowel. Mm, Your good bacteria when it starts to see fiber it makes butyrate, it turns down the bad bacteria which makes inflammation and a lot of the good chemicals in the gut make Serotonin and things that our brain needs to function—it's where our substrate for the brain chemistry can even come from. Sometimes, yeah. especially yeah. the bad inflammatory things that can sometimes get the brain. So, having a good gut working for you, and we talked about the immune system—that's our scavengers. You know, we want to have the right type of immune system cells working. So, this is a fine balance in in our brain health between exercise, good nutrition, and not putting bad things into the brain. We don't want to put too much media in the brain, too much bad things. We We want to be positive we want to have good thoughts and sometimes you have to go and have what we call cognitive therapy where some people will help you actually think better you know if you have disruptive thought processes you know maybe there's some coaching that can be done well why don't you think this way and that way but one of the things that i like to refer everyone to that might be suffering from depression is not only get help but spend time in prayer because god has promised to help us he's interested in every detail of our life He says, be anxious about nothing. And then he talks about prayer and supplication and things like thanksgiving. God doesn't want us to be depressed. He wants us to turn to him. And not only does he help us from a worshipful standpoint, which improves our chemistry, but he can lead us to truth, whether it be truth about our bodies, about how we should take care of us better, give us the power, and then direct us. Well, when is the time that I do need to to use modern medicine? When is the time I need to be careful with modern medicine? So I like to put Christ as the head of the healthcare team. That's where we need to go. And even let's say we have a bad genetic abnormality. Well, when we turn to Christ, he's promised at some point to heal us in his Mm -hmm. time. You know, he's going to take care of us one way or the other as long as we trust and turn to him. So I know depression affects many, many people out there, but there is hope. There's always hope in what Christ gives us. This doesn't have to be permanent, and there might be things that you can do Today to begin the improvement of this not only the brain chemistry, but the entire body chemistry. Oh, and remember, it's it's there's not always a quick fix, Charles.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It sounds like you're saying that I mean if you're suicidal, go find help right now. Yeah. If you're wanting to, if you have a gun to your head, go find help. But if you're just feeling blue, if you're feeling depressed and you want to get over it, you say begin that journey with God, have a prayer and ask him to go with you. Check out God's health rules. That's your diet and exercise and whatnot. And if those things start moving in the right direction then you can go seek some modern medicines and go talk to a psychiatrist psychologist but do the groundwork and the god and the and the lifestyle is the groundwork am i on the right track here
1: you are totally in the right track charles and and that's what i want i want i want to give people an alternative way to think about things it's not always here take this pill which may only work in a very small number of people and 90 percent of people they don't really help at all and it could actually make things worse
0: yeah all right Okay, Dr. James Markham has been our guest today talking about depression. And if you want to listen to this program again, listener, you have the opportunity. Go to heartwiseministries.org and you can find this program in the radio program section of that website as well as a bunch of other good things at heartwiseministries.org. There's some blogs there and videos to look at, radio shows to listen to, articles to read. I guess there's just all kinds of good things to make you well. That's why you have it up there. Am I right, Dr. Markham?
1: Absolutely. And that's a place where we can go and pray for you, too. So if someone wants to have a prayer request, we'd be happy to pray for you as well.
0: All right. That's heartwiseministries.org. Dr. Markham, thank you so much for your guidance today. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Charles. And
0: listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. James Markham inviting you to remain heartwise. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Heartwise. If you'd like more information on how to build and maintain optimum physical, mental, and spiritual health, log on to HeartwiseMinistries.org. Heartwise is a listener supported program, and your partnership with us would be greatly appreciated. Once again, our web address is HeartwiseMinistries.org.